0: Whether you're hoping to heal the world or heal yourself, this podcast is here for you to highlight how kindness moves.
1: Moves you to take action, yourself, or just makes you feel something so good, it's contagious. You might have been touched by a simple act of kindness, you might want tips on how you can act now in your own community, or you just love the feeling of doing good.
0: Welcome to Kindness Moves, a podcast brought to you by the INC Giving Project, We're your hosts, LP and Nan. Now, we've discussed together and with our guests, the importance of kindness, you know, its benefits, how we can share it with others. But today, we'll turn the tables, actually, and talk about receiving kindness. You know what happens when we are the recipient? What can taking a chance on kindness do for us?
1: Yeah, you know, that's a great question, LP. You know, sometimes, especially these days, uh, when someone's kind towards another person, there's a little bit of skepticism, right? Uh, From those that are on the receiving end of kindness. Uh, Some might even ask, yo, what's the catch? Like, what What are you doing? Why are you being so nice to me? So that kind of skepticism can lead to someone maybe passing up on a helpful or even positive experience and maybe a life-changing one too. So on one hand, I don't blame them. We live in unusual times. uh, So that degree of skepticism is understandable. But on the other hand, you know, you, yeah, you might be passing up on a great opportunity if you ignore that act of kindness, right?
0: Right. And I guess it depends on what the act of kindness is, you know, the context of it all. Um, But yes, you never know what an act of kindness can really lead to. So today, we'll hear from a woman who actually took that chance on kindness during a ride home from work. So let's welcome everyone to the show, Teresa Rios from California. Hello.
1: Hi, Teresa. Hi. There How
0: are you?
1: you are. There you are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Hi.
2: Hi. How are you doing?
1: Doing well. Doing well. We're super happy to have you here. Uh, we've, we've heard your story on Stories of Faith and we've heard so much about you. So, you know, as, as you know, today uh, we're talking about take any chance on kindness. So let's just go ahead and jump right in. Let's start from the beginning. Can you tell us a little bit about your background, like your childhood, or maybe what your biggest influences were when it came to your outlook on kindness?
2: Where do I start? It's a lot. That's a loaded question. (laughs) I know. It's it's
1: a lot, right? (laughs) Well,
2: with my, my childhood, my parents, they split up when I was seven. So mostly it was my mother that raised me. And inspiration for kindness, I mostly got from the strength my mother had in raising a child on her own. I feel like it really taught me a lot on how life really does give you obstacles to face. And it just depends on how you choose to face it.
1: Right, right. I mean, all of us, right, we face different challenges. But I think at a young age, you know, those challenges kind of shape exactly who we are and and just how we we see things. So yeah, it's definitely something significant, especially when you're talking about like your outlook on kindness. Are there any things that, yeah, anything that you remember uh, as a child that, that really shaped how your outlook on kindness was?
2: I think one significant moment as a child was there was a time after my parents split apart. My mother and I stayed in a like woman shelter for a couple weeks. And I remember it was, I believe it was around the holidays and At the time, I didn't really know why exactly we were there, but I remember still being grateful that we were there and having fun with the other kids that were in the shelter as well. And I remember the volunteers went to every room and left a gift for each child. So I woke up to a little Raggedy Ann doll in the morning and, you know, they didn't have to do that, but I always remembered it.
0: It was that unexpected gift, that unexpected moment. And
2: that's my story.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, thank you for sharing that. Um, I think that's why it's great, because you come from such a personal background of of knowing just a true and genuine selfless act. And um, thank you to your mom, props to your mom. Thank you for sharing that firstly. But, you know, Teresa, when you look back, considering just those challenge, challenging experiences itself, you know, it's natural for a lot of us to maybe lose trust or change our perspective of the kindness that is out there. I you mean, know, you have that that moment that you described that you can really hold on to. But in a way, because of these challenges that we have in our life, we we tend to guard our hearts, right? You know, so did you experience that, you know, growing up now, moving forward into your adolescence and into your adulthood? Did you experience maybe having a different outlook because of what happened in your,
2: in your childhood? I think even through that experience, it didn't change as much I always had and I still try to have a positive outlook on any situation because I I always feel like no matter what you are faced with you can't really do much about it you just have to decide on how you face it I talked about it on my stories of faith of when I was 12 I was abused Mm -hmm. and that is what really changed my outlook I felt like that was the moment where I really lost my innocence that I had throughout my adolescence. I had really great friends that helped me get through it. Even when I didn't talk about that experience to them,
3: Mm
2: -hmm. I think that was kind of the moment where I thought, okay, like, you know, life isn't all, you know, candy. and (laughs) and There's going to be hard times. And even as a child, I had to face that, but, I sur- try to surround myself with really good people that always supported me no matter what. And that's still carried on into adulthood. I do still struggle. Sometimes I'd struggle with you know, mental health mm-hmm. issues. There's days where I want to go out and walk in the park and be happy all day, but there's definitely days where I don't even want to get out of bed. So I still struggle with it, but I mean, I have my son now and he's my complete world. So I try to keep a positive outlook now anyway.
0: Yes. And that's so beautiful that you say that because that's exactly the situation that so many of us face where we have these experiences. But it really, like you said, it is the outlook that we have, the choice that we'll make of whether to look at it as a positive opportunity or you know, something that's going to weigh us down and you choose those moments very wisely and, and you take it with a grain of salt when when you have to. And, you know, again, so just thank you for sharing, you know, those moments with us. Many of us, we have those things that have made us want to turn inward and maybe shy away from others as well. You know, and in those instances, sometimes, like you mentioned, it's someone, the friends that you choose, someone who intentionally goes out of their way to reach out and pull us out of that shell, so to say, right? Yeah. When you shared your your story first on Stories of Faith, uh, another INC Media podcast and show, you shared that exact thing, a moment where someone took a chance and reached out to you. Can you take us back and briefly describe that moment with us? Uh, you know, when someone extended an act of kindness, so to say, and it changed your life.
2: I think... Probably the main moment would be meeting Chris that led me into the church. I feel like before then, I was kind of just coasting through life. You know, every day was go to work, go home to my son, (laughs) go back to work (laughs) and back home. (laughs) The cycle. (laughs) I felt like at that time, I really, especially coming from a really small, small hometown, I never really looked past. There has to be something more out there for me. It was always like, okay, well now I have to be a provider. And it's just about how much money I can make to provide for my family. Mm -hmm. So when I met Chris, that eventually led me into the church. That also led me to bigger opportunities and bigger outlooks on, okay, like this isn't just the life that I have to have. I can look to a better future for myself, it's not just about what I can do for my family, but how I can make something bigger out of myself. Right?
1: Wow, that's great. I mean, yeah, you know, to, to be able to kind of make that breakthrough, right? Like, it's easy to get stuck in the the routine of life. But then when you kind of come to that realization or have that clarity where you make such a significant realization, I think it's really fascinating to hear. And you also mentioned, Chris, that whole experience and him introducing the church, sharing his faith. Or actually, before I, I jump into my question, could could you share a little bit more detail as to how that all kind of came together? You know, what exactly happened? I, I know you kind of shared on it.
0: Yeah, I'd love to hear it.
1: <laughs> yeah, you shared on Stories of Faith, but it would be cool to hear again, like, kind of how how that all unfolded.
2: Um, so at that time, I was working at Kmart and that was just a job that when I came here to California from Pennsylvania Mm -hmm. I kind of came without much of a plan at the time I was you know separated from my husband and it was just you know we need something different we need a change in our life Mm -hmm. so my mother and I and my son we just packed up and moved to California and You know, kind of like, we'll just see what happens when we get there. Mm -hmm. So I ended up getting this small job at Kmart. And at the time, we had started from nothing with our apartment. Like, our dining table was a cardboard box. And (laughs) like, we really started from absolutely nothing here. And so I didn't have a car. I was always taking the bus. But if I had to work late, I would use um, like Uber and Lyft. And yeah, at the time, um, Chris was really, my Uber driver a couple of <laughs> times, and usually because I am so introverted, it's really hard for me to talk to new people. I believe really, the first couple of times I didn't talk to him. <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the last time he um, he recognized me and started a conversation, which helped me a lot to open up.
0: Well, cool. And that's so cool because ride share, you know, you you don't necessarily always get the same, you know, person helping you. And so it's also a coincidence that he happened to also be the one to respond to the ask and, and be there to, to, you know, be your company along the way of going home. So, yeah, and it's OK because I always stay quiet in the car too.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, and so that, you know, we,
0: yeah, go ahead, Nan.
1: No, no. Yeah, I think it's, it's really cool because A- You know, just the way it unfolded. But, you know, when you really think about it, right, like you think getting a ride from a ride share uh, service, it's such a normal occurrence, right? You you don't really think twice about it. Uh, But when it all unfolds in in this really amazing way, like it did for you, I think it's really cool. So it shows that you really did take a chance uh, on kindness in this instance. So what were your thoughts, you know, because we're kind of reflecting on this moment. What were your thoughts when you first said yes uh, to Chris's invitation?
2: I don't I didn't really think about it very much. At the time, I was looking to find a church that was right for my family. Um, I mean, I grew up in the Catholic church until I was 12. And once I was old enough to say, you know, I don't feel that I belong in this church. I don't want to go anymore. My mother gave me the freedom to stop going. So I was looking. I went to a couple different churches, and I was just trying to bring, you know, God and faith and religion to my son that he could grow up in. So once Chris invited me, I was like, okay, like, you know, there's no harm done. Mm -hmm. I might as well.
0: What do you have to lose? Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. And one thing I always appreciated about Chris is that I always have, um, you know, you get good vibes from people or you get negative vibes. So for me, it was just once he talked to me, it was easy to talk to him.
1: That's awesome. That's exactly actually what I was gonna ask you. I was like, what is it that that kind of made you open to the invitation? Cause you know, when in the beginning of the show we were talking about people can be a little skeptical, they can be a little guarded if someone's being nice to them, right? What was it about Chris? Is there anything else maybe that that uh, made him sharing an act of kindness easier to receive?
2: I think one thing that helped was during our first uh, conversation, he was very open about asking me questions about. You know, myself and my son, and he never really fails to ask about my son as well. So I really appreciate that. So even though we had just recently met, we would like hang out with some of the Kadiwa. So once I did go to my first service, I already recognized some of the um, members there. So I appreciated that more than just taking me to a random service one night and being, okay, we're here. Yes, definitely.
0: You're part of the the family already.
2: Yeah, so I'm like, oh, like, I know this person. And, you know, it was kind of nice to be, you know, edged in there a little bit at a time. Absolutely.
0: And, you know, Teresa, we've been discussing, you know, that moment we've been discussing this this time where you were introduced and God led you to to meet and to be introduced to a couple of other friends, you know, in the Church of Christ and, and how that specific act of kindness just took off, right? And so now how many years are we from that moment? How long was that? Four, Four years, years, yay!
1: Nice! <laughs>
0: and so, you know, from that that day or that that time where, you know, you started learning about the Church of Christ and you took that chance, you know, on that act of kindness, that invitation if we can now just reflect, how has your life changed? How is it, you know, changed for the better? Uh, You and your son, how, how have things been, you know, now that you're a member of the Church of Christ?
2: Um, In those four years, I've, I went to school to become a CNA. So I was able to leave Kmart. Congratulations. (laughs) Congratulations.
3: (laughs) Congrats. Congrats.
2: Congratulations. I work at the hospital. Yay. I'm currently um saving up for a house. Oh. I'm huh. back in college pursuing writing.
0: Very cool. So oh, beautiful. Yes.
2: <laughs> it's yeah, like it's kind of nice that I'm um one day I'll graduate and I'll write a book. And it's kind of nice to be able to know that I'm pursuing something that I genuinely love to do. Yeah, I've always loved books. So I feel like that never would have crossed my mind had I not met Chris or been part of the church. Because as I said before, you know, coming from a tiny town, we have—I I come from a town of ten thousand, so it's kind of the town where you know you go to high school, you go to college, then you get married from someone from high school, and you settle down, <laughs> and, you and you just get whatever job you can. So I'm like, it's different you know it's kind of nice to know that I can be in college and I can be working towards a bigger dream than I ever thought I could have Mm -hmm. and I have a big support system from the church as well so it really has changed my life and my outlook on life a lot in those four years
1: (laughs) wow that's that's so much change and and it's really super positive change and it's just, it's so nice to hear that so congratulations on on all that <laughs>
0: yes, thank
1: you. it's really nice to hear you know when when you think of what chris did right he he shared his faith which you know we can say is the ultimate act of kindness ha- have you had an opportunity also to share your faith and and how has that gone and maybe who you've been able to share it with that's maybe significant in your life
2: yeah the um the biggest one for me is my mother having been able to bring her into the church as well meant a lot to me. Awesome. Oh, yay.
0: Oh, congratulations as well to your mom. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit more about that? You know your mom is such a a big person, and she, like you said, <laughs> she has given you so much. so how did it feel that as her daughter, now you're able to give something back and that something is not just anything in this world it is the most important thing and you know it's it's our faith and membership in the Church of Christ. How does that make you feel that you're able to do that as her daughter?
2: I remember the um the very first time that she agreed to go to a service with me. I don't know. It's like, there's, there's nothing like it, you know, Um, because she had pushed so hard against going while I was going with my son firsthand and I would invite her and Mm -hmm. she would say no. And the more I would invite her, the more she'd be stubborn. So just that one time where she was like, okay, fine, just we'll go. I'll go with you. And, We'll see what it's like. It was like a huge relief when we finally went, and I remember um when she went, there was one hymn, and I wish I would remember which one it was, but there was one hymn where she felt like it was made for her, and she cried, and she was just completely stuck ever
0: since. (laughs) Oh, we love the hymns. Yes, okay and it's so motivating to hear that because you have been you know so inspired yourself that it 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 was no hesitation to you to continue and to pass that on so to say to pay it forward and and to share that act of kindness and as members of the Church of Christ you know we celebrate that we celebrate our membership we celebrate our gift and the best way we're taught to do that is is to give thanks to God and in return you know make kindness moves of our own to share our faith um, you know, so now that the tables have turned, and you know, you can share an act of kindness in such a profound way, you know, to practically anyone. How are you waking up each day and you know living differently than than you were, you know, a decade ago, so to say?
2: Yeah, now, um, like I said, there's days that are still hard, but overall, I still pray all the time, and you know, I'm grateful for the life that I have now that I never thought I could have had before. And it's something that I consistently every day try to improve and be like, okay, what can I do that's going to reflect even more for my son? Like, what can I do that he's going to see me and be inspired by to know that he's destined for even something greater than I have? now. Like, I'm definitely grateful for, you know, the church and, for God and everything that I've been given through
0: being here. And it's so inspiring that everything you do in your life, you know, is really, you think about it. It's a reflection Mm -hmm. of, you know, how can I pave the way for my son? How can I make, you know my family's life better, and so again, we're just grateful that you're sharing um, all that you are, and you're you're opening your heart to allow us to also be inspired to do the same. You've been touched by an act of kindness, and now you're paying it forward, and you're continuing to do that um, with those closest to you as well. So, thank you for that. Um, we will come back to you in just a moment, but uh, we did ask. And we do ask usually on Kindness Moves, um, our ambassadors to chime in as well about how kindness moves them, how kindness moves you. Um, But for this episode in particular, we have a special guest who's also joining us. We'd like to welcome Chris. Chris Banyaga. Did I say that correctly, Banyaga?
1: Yes, Chris. (laughs) Hello, hello. Hello and if that name sounds familiar you know to, to those that are listening it's because Chris is the the driver that that Teresa was talking about who shared his faith with Teresa uh, so you know we're super stoked to have you uh, welcome Yay. to the podcast Chris <laughs> oh, thank you <laughs> welcome
0: Chris.
3: Thank you for
1: having me <laughs> I am the Uber driver.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you are the driver. You you took your chance on kindness. So this is so special. Usually in Kindness Moves podcast, this segment of our episode is dedicated to someone who's not connected to our guest, but you have a direct connection to our Teresa and her story that she shared with us. We'd love to hear it from your perspective. I mean, here you are, you meet a lot of people, you know, every week, maybe every day. Um, depending on on how many you you help throughout the week, but can we hear what was it about Teresa? Can you describe, you know, these 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 days wherein you met her and these interactions and this experience on your end?
3: Yeah, so I've been um, at that time and until now, I've, I've been a substitute teacher.
0: I oh, think, thank you for um, thank you for your service. I want to say
1: yes. Thank you for,
3: <laughs> for that as well. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think um, I picked up uh, driving for Uber and Lyft during the summer because I don't sub during the summer. School sessions is, are, on, are on break, summer break. Mm-hmm. So I was driving and, and I was having fun uh, meeting a lot of people. Yeah, just like what Teresa said, you can kind of sense for each person that comes into here or that you meet, yeah, there there are some who I you know, who I, I tend to try to talk to everyone, but...
0: There's some who don't want to talk to you back.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and,
0: and you then, try to um, be as nice as you can, but they're not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
0: It's yeah. okay, it's normal.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll try to like uh, invite as many passengers mm-hmm. that I can. And Teresa happens to be one of them. And I think what helped was we were in the car for longer than usual because we made a stop at a drive through and there was a long line. So <laughs> we had a lot of time to, to chat. We just chatted, and at the end of the ride, I I probably um, did the oh, by the way. <laughs> two, would you uh Would you want to come you know to the movies with uh, with me and my friends and that's I think that was that was the first time we we hung out. Um, Very cool. Yeah, we went out to see a movie. We met up with some of the, the other youth at church at the movie theater and watched a movie. And
1: pretty <laughs> cool. What like what is it that that prompted you? I mean, I know you you invite other passengers and whatnot, but um. Yeah, like, what was it that, that made you think, oh, you know, this this could be something that would be good for, for Teresa? You know, like, what, what were your thoughts? I think I just went for it like I like I do with, with um, any other
3: person.
0: Yeah. And maybe there's not a reason, you know, maybe there's not like a underlying, you know, thing that you can pinpoint. Maybe this was just God's way of, of showing you and giving you the courage and making you brave to say, you know what? This is a positive opportunity. Take it. And, and I think that's what we're all, you know, this is why we are bringing this up on Kindness Moves, because so many of us every single day are around people who we don't you know, know if there's going to be a long friendship, just an acquaintance. We don't know. But if we don't take that chance to just say hi and to share with them some great thing that we have in our life, then we're never going to know. That's what I think is so great because you have this bravery, both of you, to yourself, you know, to to share your faith, to even talk about your past that to many people, you know, Teresa, to many people, they can't even speak about it. But you have this bravery about yourself that you can also not only talk about it, but know that it's something that you learned from and grew from and you're taking that and you're using it as your strength. So, Hats off to both of you for thinking. Even if you are an introvert, you are finding the strength and bravery to do the things that um, are most important in your life. So, where do you guys find that? Where do you find your bravery? Let us know your secrets.
2: Honestly, I I don't know. Like <laughs> when I did the story of faith, mm-hmm. I remember I was so unbelievably nervous about talking <laughs> the camera because I knew. Like I just knew that that subject was going to come up and I, that was the very first time I ever spoke about it out loud Mm -hmm. to anyone that wasn't just, you know, my direct family that nobody knew. Um, So there were a lot of people in my life that ended up coming across my story on Mm -hmm. um, being shared on like Facebook and stuff. And (laughs) so they found that out as well. And I'm like, Man, now I keep hearing that it's like being showed in like France and stuff. And like <laughs> you have all these friends around the world.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, so going from not talking about my experience to you know people around the globe knowing my experience um I don't feel like I'm brave but I also have an outlook which also comes to why I want to be a writer one day is if my experience can help at least one person that faces the same situation and be like, wow, like I'm in this dark place, but you know, she went through it. And if my life can be like that, then I'll be okay. And so, even though it's hard for me to, you know, talk out loud, if it can help someone, then that makes it worth it for me. So, I'm like, I don't know if that's really brave or not cause it's still scary, but that's just how
1: I look at it. I think that's definitely brave. You know, your, your, your motivation is, is really a really noble one too, cause you want to help someone. Um, mm-hmm. And it does take bravery to still step out and, and share the way you share and, and be the way you are. So, you know, we really, really appreciate you sharing your story and, and Chris too. Like we're, we're super appreciative that you're able to give us um, some insight into like just, how you are as a person and and kind of your thought process when it came to sharing your faith.
0: Like, like Nan said, we're just so grateful that you both share your stories. And it's so inspiring to see how, you know, your past and this seemingly normal everyday occurrence really led to something special. It led to an act of kindness that's now played a role in in both of your lives since then. So thank you for for sharing that.
1: Definitely. You know, I think it's interesting, too, because, I mean, of course, we're, we're talking about um, sharing faith and how that's the ultimate act of kindness. But I think it's already um, clearly established that you and Teresa are very nice, genuine people just in general, mm-hmm. right, uh, uh, outside of, of sharing your faith. Can, can you maybe share with us, you know, why is it important to to be kind to others and just, you know, be, acts of kindness in general, just being kind and a good person and, and, and just doing Doing what you can, doing good to uh, to others as, as much as you can. Like, why is that important? We can start with Chris. Why why is that important?
3: I think it's important. Kindness is important because just like when I'm at work subbing for a class, um, I don't know, I don't know these kids. I don't know their background, what they're going through. But all I can do is I'm usually there just for that day. So, you know, I guess my act of kindness is to just help them have a good day
0: at school. You could easily just say, just do my job and go home, not care about the kids, but you're a teacher for a reason and you want to help for a reason. And there's so much passion in saying, I want to make sure they have a great day today because they easily could not. Yeah.
1: yeah. Without outright saying it, Chris, uh, uh, you kind of touched on it. It's like, it's being thoughtful. You know, thoughtfulness mm-hmm. is is just that's an act of kindness in it in itself. So uh, that that's awesome. Uh, what about Teresa, Teresa? I mean, acts of kindness. I'm sure you've experienced uh, different acts of kindness. We've touched on one of them, sharing uh, with Chris sharing his faith. Uh, you know, why is it important to be to be kind to others and or at least strive you know to do our very best to be kind and and do good things to others?
2: I feel like I always try to be nice to everyone because overall, you don't really know what anyone is going through in their life. So, I mean, even if some people, you know, you meet someone and they might be mean to you, there's a reason that they're mean. There's something that's bugging them or hurting them, making them that way. You know, no one's born with a negative mindset. So, If someone's going through a terrible time and they're just not talking about it, and you can just do one nice thing like, you know, paying for groceries for someone next to you or opening a door, just smiling and saying hi, if it can brighten up someone's day that's having a hard time, that makes it better for them. It doesn't cost you anything to be nice, but you just help someone else to make their day better. And I think we need more of that in the world than just, you know, any negative words or actions against each other. Life's serving hard mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. Well said.
1: Well, yeah, I think that's a really great point that you made. You know, now that we've already kind of walked through this journey that you both have shared, there is one question I think that we, we like to ask some of our guests. Teresa, I'll go ahead and ask you since we're we're talking to you right now. If you could speak to your younger self. You know, perhaps maybe when you're going through those challenging moments, maybe when you're at a moment where you're questioning, questioning a lot of things, what would you tell yourself uh, now that you know what you know now? What would you tell yourself maybe when you were that, that young uh, girl going through the challenging times?
2: I think I will tell her to. I'm sorry. It's okay. I think I tell her to be braver, to speak up more, that it's not, not every bad thing that happens to you is your fault. And that you do have people on your side, whether they physically, you know, out loud say it or not, you know, the ones that really love you, they'll always be there. So I'd like her to just speak up more.
1: Thank you. You know, you've shared with us how, how wonderful so many things are happening in your life. Would you also share those things to her?
2: Yeah. Like as a child, as I mentioned before, I was really shy. I was so quiet. Because my you know siblings they were so much older than I was that I grew up very sheltered, I was alone a lot of the time mm-hmm. so I didn't have very many friends or social interaction. I was just a very quiet child, so you know if something traumatic happens to you and you already have a hard time speaking to anyone, that just made it even harder. Mm-hmm. so I think if I was to talk to her, I'd want her to feel safe and comfortable enough to speak her mind to just be more open and let people in and to show her that, you know, life does go past any trauma or any negative obstacles in life, that there are also those good moments that you get to have. And um, even as an adult, even if it's challenging at times, I wouldn't take my life back for a moment because I wouldn't be who I am today without any of what I've gone through. And that's something that I can also relate toward my own child of, you know, bad things will happen, but that's not the end of life. You know, there's also the good things that are going to come as well.
0: Mm -hmm. And little did that little girl know that she wouldn't just not be alone when she grew up. She would have God as her best friend, and she would be a member of the Church of Christ. So, thank you, Teresa, for um, again that 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 experience and those words of encouragement. Thank you, and yeah,
1: thank you so Chris, much,
0: Chris. We'd love to hear if you, you know, could share with our listeners, or um, you know, if you want, if if you could say something to your younger self, uh, words of encouragement that our listeners can also. Um, use or even if there's something you want to say to Teresa, um, yeah. Let's open up the floor for our last comments with you.
3: Oh man! <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'll tell my younger self to get ready.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's so many things.
3: <laughs> I'll tell my younger <laughs> self probably something that Teresa would would tell my younger self is to to read more <laughs> reading I mean, like harry potter <laughs> i feel like god has guided me throughout my whole life and i'm grateful for the, the the path and the journey that and the experiences and the blessings that that god has has led me through so yeah i was just tell my my younger self um, Get ready for get ready for the ride.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> Very
3: cool. Is there and
1: anything? See, um, oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Go I was, ahead, I go just ahead, have Alfie. to throw
0: it in because you said you would tell your younger self get ready for the ride, and you. Been a successful <laughs> ride share driver. I'm sorry, I had to throw it out there. <laughs> if you didn't know that you said that, <laughs> that was, you know. <laughs> so I'm sorry. That was, okay. That was good. but Get Thank you. That could be for Teresa.
3: too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, Teresa got
0: it. She was already laughing
1: because she knew
3: it. I did not even get
0: it.
1: Chris, Chris already set that one up. That was great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much to both of you just for sharing. Again, as as you may you may believe you are introverts, you know, it just sharing your experiences and your triumphs and your challenges with us because we all share them. And like Teresa said earlier, you know, if we could help one person. We're here for it. We're here for the ride. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, but, you know, we're, we're here and, and we're grateful that we're making kindness moves of our own every single day, taking the chance on kindness and paying it forward when we are the recipients. So thank you to you both.
1: Yeah, thank you so much to you both. And
2: thank you for having us. Yes, and
1: for making thank you. it so comfortable.: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it just feels like uh, friends just chatting, right? So thanks for making it a really special chat. Again, we just want to say thank you, and we also want to thank our listeners for joining us on kindness moves. Uh, you know, it's really been a journey. It's, uh, it's been a ride. <laughs> uh, it's been it's been such a great uh, learning experience. Honestly, I've learned so much, uh, and we're so glad that you're able to join us in even our past discussions.
0: Thank you, listeners, and yes, stay tuned for more to all of our followers. There's still so much to come with kindness moves and the INC Giving Project. If you like the tips you're hearing, follow at uh, INC Giving Project Instagram account for weekly inspiration. And thank you again for tuning in. I'm Lois Paula.
1: And I'm Nan. Again, thank you for joining us. And uh, for more tips and ideas on how you can make kindness contagious, uh, please go ahead and visit intgiving.org. Uh, and if you liked hearing what you heard today, or if you've liked some of our past episodes, please go ahead and listen to more episodes on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and the Int Media mobile app for iOS and Android. Uh, and even if you're a first-time listener, please go ahead and, and check out the other episodes. Uh, and also, please subscribe. Or follow us to know when the newest episodes are available.
0: Yes. Remember, act now. Make your move to do good because kindness matters. It's meaningful. It motivates. Kindness moves.